Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainor, New Kids on the Block, Sean Paul, Sum 41, Whitney Cummings, and many more for way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert to buy now. It's summertime, and that means it's time to get outside and enjoy the weather with some crisp, refreshing Bud Lights. Bud Light has the perfect summer lineup with Bud Light Lime and Bud Light Orange, both brewed with real citrus peels. New and just in time for summer is Bud Light Lemon Tea, brewed with real lemon peels and tea leaves. It's the ideal drink for summer, but it's only here for a limited time, so get it before it's gone. And to really get you in the summer spirit, Bud Light is giving everyone the chance to win the getaway of a lifetime. You can win two tickets aboard a VIP cruise to the Bahamas this summer, featuring a live performance by Jake Owen, and of course, plenty of Bud Light. For a chance to win, simply post your Bud Light summertime photos using the hashtag RealEnoughToGetAway and hashtag BudLightContest on Facebook and Instagram. See BudLight.com slash RealEnoughToGetAway for more details. Hi guys, I'm Emma. And I'm Julie. And we're the girls behind Comments by Celebs. And welcome to episode 22 of our Kardashian bonus show. So as you all know, the season is over. <laughs> if you're anything like us, you're borderline depressed about it, but it's we're fine. We're morning. It's okay. It's fine. So we decided, you know, obviously we're going to keep this show going. And in light of last season and how it was so focused around the Jordan issue, it kind of got us thinking that there's so much other information about these people in the Kardashian inner circle that we just don't know. So this really came from a place of curiosity. We were like, let's explore this. We know the main players, but what do we not know about them? So we kind of wanted to do a deep dive of the Kardashian inner circle. Is that kind of what a good way to call this is? It's the perfect way to call it. It's almost like you practiced. (laughs) I really didn't. And um, yeah, so let's just get into them and we'll go. We're decided to go chronologically in birth order. So we'll start with Courtney and just make our way down. Listen, there's some crossover. There's some stuff you probably know, but some stuff you didn't. And I think it's a good, healthy kind of, I don't know, like palate cleanser. Is that a good one? Nice. (laughs) Oh, and you're so supportive. Also, a fun fact, Julie was in Fire Island this weekend and obviously just because she's on the beach doesn't mean she's not formatting comments. So she literally has squint line, tan lines on the side of her eyes solely from looking at her phone. No, it it's is, crazy. It's, it's, talk it's about never dedicated. happened. It's, nothing's ever happened to me like that before. Talk about dedication to the job. I what You know what it's it's from? I don't even think it was from the formatting. I think it was from uh, doing the outline on the beach. Oh, yes. So she, this, uh, this, I guess the best way to put it is this episode is brought to you by Julie, like losing her vision in the sun. If you guys saw how tan I was though, you wouldn't It would even. be worth it. Oh second. my God. Yeah. So let's get into it. We're going to start with Courtney, And obviously, I think that the most obvious person to start with is Larsa Pippen. I know some of you may be thinking, hey, isn't she in more Kim circle? She's really both. She's one of those that's split down the middle. Sometimes we see her more with Kim. Sometimes we see her more with Courtney. It really depends on the day. She, just to give a little background. So Larsa was previously married to Scottie Pippen, retired basketball player. And they have four kids together. They were separated in 2016. They got back together uh, again, and then they filed for divorce officially in November of 2018. If you remember, there were all of these rumors that she was having an affair with Future. Both of them came out and denied it. She, like, really hardcore denied it. There was that post that I feel like... Yeah, it was a Hollywood Unlocked post, if I'm remembering correctly, or maybe Hollywood Unlocked posted her comments. um, And somebody had commented something on her post being like, I think it was in regards to the Jordan situation, and it was kind of along the lines of, how are you going to judge her when you cheated with Scott, with, on Scottie Pippen with Future? 
And she responded and was like very annoyed and was like, it's enough already. Like I've, I've already denied these rumors. It's not true. You're messing with people's lives, that sort of thing. So uh, as far as both of them go, they've, you know, said that they're just two good friends and that the rumors are pretty much baseless. I'm so curious, like where the, where that started. Like we never saw pictures of them making uh, out or anything. Maybe we don't remember seeing pictures of them, but I, maybe they were hanging out a lot. I don't know. I think that we... Uh, you know, as a society, have a, a a tendency is the word I'm looking for to just assume two people are together whenever we see them together, and there's just like we take away that uh, platonic possibility, and I think that's where this comes from. Totally. So, in terms of how Courtney and Larsa became friends, there's no like official story like there are with some other people, but she kind of became friendly with Kim around 2012, and I think around 2014 was when her spot in their inner circle was really solidified I would say oh of course because Because. (laughs) that was when Courtney and Kim took Miami and obviously Larsa lived in Miami so she was a main feature on that show for those of you who watched she was on Real Housewives of Miami season one which I know you didn't watch Julie but like it makes so much sense now like at the time I never would have thought this is Kim Kardashian's best friend but it it just makes so much sense. She really lived like the stereotypical quote, what you would expect of a Real House of Miami life. She like fit in wonderfully with that cast. Wow. It, it's just so crazy. But that- they're not living in Miami anymore, right? No. So what's the deal with that? So what I believe, and I think they still have the house in Miami. I don't, I also like with the status of her relationship with Scotty, I think that's kind of unknown. Maybe it's his house, Miami, and she moved to LA after the split. Um, but I believe her son plays basketball in LA and, I'm 95% sure it's the school where Dwayne Wade's son and LeBron James' son is gonna go are going to go to play basketball. Um, so, I mean, they have an incredible reputation, and it could be that they – I don't know if it's a boarding school or if they move there to give him the opportunity to play basketball there, but he's going to be playing basketball. He's graduated. He's going to be playing at Vanderbilt. What's so interesting is that, you know, in the earlier seasons, it was a big deal when Larsa came or even – on social media. It was like, Lars is in town. And now Lars is always in town. So I guess she, my view of it is I, I think she purchased a house and I think she lives most of the time in LA. And I have to assume that Scotty has a house in LA also because I can't imagine that he would be in Miami for all of his son's basketball games. They they both go to <laughs> every single game. Let me tell you guys something. No one goes harder for their child athlete than Larsa Pippen. She comments, if you go to her son's Instagram, she comments fire emojis on every single one of his posts. Like they are, talk about athlete parents. I wonder how they're going to make it work when he's at Vanderbilt. I know. I wonder what games, I mean, it's really interesting. Next thing you know, Kim Kardashian's at Vanderbilt. Well, Kim used to go to his high school games. There's always pictures of Kim sitting in the bleachers watching him play basketball, which, you know what? Talk about a star-studded event because at a game where it's so many basketball players, kids, so many athletes with friends who would go. But that's always what I loved about Kim Kardashian and their relationship is that Kim didn't have a problem going to a high school gym to watch her son play basketball. No, me too. Love that. <laughs> but, no, I just like I, – we, I could sit here and be like, talk about how relatable Kim is all day. I don't know if it's it's relatable. I think it was more of a, a friendship support yeah. thing that I, I like really admired with her. But, yeah, there's uh, times where she's relatable, sure. <laughs> You know what I always wondered about with Larsa? Chloe and Courtney take Miami was first, was right? Yeah. So do you think that Larsa hung out with them then? Yeah, I mean, listen, Miami was like Larsa's neck of the woods. <laughs> we talk about these people. Like, you talk about Miami like it's the <laughs> neck of the woods. Like, ah, oh, you know Miami. Larsa's, Larsa's city. 
<laughs> Dave Grumman is literally shaking. <laughs> He's shaking. Liv just transferred ownership to <laughs> fucking Larsa Pippen. Okay, let's go to the next one. This is Steph Shep. Again, we're going to talk about this a lot more in the Kim's section. But again, she is really close with Courtney. It's a, it's a common misconception that she's only friends with Kim, and that's just not the case. She was Kim's assistant, and that's kind of how this all started. But she really has fully made her way in and Again, she's no longer Kim's assistant, but she's very much in the family. Well, it was interesting. If you remember, there was that episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians where um, they got into a fight, like Kim, Courtney, and Steph. And it was like a separate issue where Kim kind of felt that Steph and Courtney were getting too close almost. And it was like affecting her relationship as Kim's assistant. And I think that was kind of... Um, where the end of her being Kim's assistant kind of stemmed from. Now they're really good friends. They're all really good friends. But I think in terms of friendship rather than, you know, working for or professional relationship, Steph might be closer to Courtney. I don't know. It's a question. <laughs> we got to get her on Tasker. I'm curious about it. I mean, if you remember, we were the – remember when everybody was saying that her and Kim had this giant falling out? And, we and they like, never did. And we are like, that's so not the case. I think it was a very mutual agreement that Steph was kind of coming into her own and really having this career of, of, in her own right. And it wasn't working anymore for him to be, her to be Kim's assistant. And I think that that was a very, like, amicable, peaceful split. I mean, she was getting so big. People were like – it was like they would go places and people would be like, who's with Kim? Yeah. Like it got to the, it, it became like a Paris Kim situation where and it was like, yeah, one's the star, but it's like, we're kind of acknowledging the other now too. No. I mean, we have, oh, you and I, no one goes harder for Steph Shep than you and I do. I've never seen skin like that in my life. It's so much more than that though. She's also such an activist. She's so creative. I just have such No, she's amazing. I'm just saying like from literally just like the first time I saw her, I was like, I I have to know what you're putting on your skin. But remember when she did that um, thing for her birthday where they were making lunches? Yeah. She's amazing. She's she like is. a really good person. She's also dating Larry Jackson, who's the head of content for Apple Music. They met through Kanye. Just an important thing to know because she's very much, you know, aside from anything Kardashian, she's also very much in that world. Yeah. Okay. This is when the crossover gets really real because if we're, you know, we were doing this as going through Courtney's friend group. And if you go through that, obviously – Fi and Harry Hudson both are very good friends of hers. However, technically, they're really in Kendall's friend group. So we're going to talk more about that when we get to the Kendall part. But just, yes, for everybody that asks, at, asks us, we definitely think Courtney and Fi have a tremendous amount of Major sexual, sexual tension. And her and Harry, I think, are genuinely really good friends. Her and Harry might have gotten closer than Harry and Kendall. She posts a lot. And again, I mean, it's just what we see on Instagram. But she posts a lot of screenshots of their text conversations. And Harry is a very spiritual person. And so is Courtney. Courtney's very religious. And I think that they kind of bring that side out of each other. Like she'll always post him sending her, yes, you know, things like that. Okay. This is my favorite one to talk about. This is like my uh, little Zan Bella Thorne obsession, right? Yeah, just speak. <laughs> Only the real ones are going to know this one. So Brittany Gastineau. Brittany was Kim's friend initially, and they used to be really, really close. We saw her everywhere on their Instagram. We, I think we even saw her in the show at times. Like they yeah, were, no, no. She, in the very beginning season, she definitely popped up. They were very close, and all of a sudden, it goes radio silent. We hear nothing from her. I was maybe the only person on the face of the earth that was so curious. Potentially, some of this came from the fact that growing up, I watched her show, Gastineau Girls. It was a two-season reality show on E! that her and her mom, Lisa Gastineau, did. And Lisa is friends with Kim. I mean, with Chris, I believe. Like, they're all in that yeah, same Faye Resnick all, circle. Yeah. Oh, Faye Resnick. Oh. The glue that holds the group together. <laughs> Julie is Faye Resnick's biggest fan. She finally got verified, remember? Yeah. When we got our verification, I was like, it's bullshit we have on Faye Resnick does it. Yeah, I think Julie was the one who submitted her verification I to Instagram. I think if I knew how to do that, <laughs> I would have. 
So take us through the apparent falling out that made, you know, that I was so curious about that you uncovered. So from what I was doing on my, you know, hefty research, (laughs) the story is that apparently the falling out was because in 2011, Kim and Chris Humphreys were obviously together and Britney apparently expressed some concerns about him and Kim got upset and they, they stopped speaking after that seemingly. Um, And then I don't think we saw her again until like, you know, she comments on their Instagram, so it's possible that they were together, but I don't remember, uh, like, seeing her in any significant position until, like, Courtney's birthday when they went away in 2017 on that trip. And then in 2018, if you remember... This is so interesting. Tell me. You like this part, I right? love this part, yeah. In 2018, if you remember, there was that famous picture of Courtney and Kim, and, like, I think of some of the other sisters, and Brittany was with them at the art gallery, and Sophia and Scott showed up, and that was, like... One of their first, it was like right after their Nobu dinner. It was like one of their first or second like face-to-face meetings that were caught. And from what I can tell, the reason that they were all there is because Britney's now an art dealer. So it's presumably that event was either like run by her or for her or something in support of her. I am so interested in that. I, I, anytime, the reason that I think I get so fascinated is because we always say that the Kardashians have such a tight inner circle and it's, we don't see falling outs that often. Well, it's, you know, it's dangerous to have falling outs. When you have that much information on a person, listen, we treat NDAs like, like they can't possibly be broken, like that no one would ever, NDAs can be broken. So you pay, so you get sued, so something happens. So you leak something to the press and they can't trace it back to you because press doesn't have to disclose where their information's from. It's really dangerous to have falling outs with people when you have, when you're that famous and people have that much information about you. So I think the Kardashians go the extra mile, not just because of their friendships being so important to them, but just to keep them, everybody in check so that nothing that they don't want to get out gets out. Can I tell you, this is, it's so like off, but it was always my theory. Remember when North was born and it came out that Kim sent a different picture to every friend as you broke it? I always thought that it was Britney who leaked it. But did it ever get leaked? No, apparently it was like a false picture. And apparently that's how, that was the whole thing. That she was sending out different pictures and then whoever leaked whatever picture it was, she, she would know. know. I don't even know if a picture got leaked. I don't know. But You're I'm saying, saying your theory about why they weren't friends could have theoretically been that she leaked a fake picture and Kim obviously knew who to trace it back yeah, to. Yeah, it's, I'm, it's like, but 90- I don't think a fake picture ever got leaked. We don't know. It's, it's all hypothetical. I'm just saying that was always my like theory. That was crazy that she did that. That was that could genius. Be. I think, it's, I think it's total bullshit. I think there's no legitimacy to that. I'm just telling you that it's that was a solid my, theory, though. It's a, it's a, it is a, kind of a solid theory, right? Also, just a fun fact, Britney's dad, who had passed away, was Mark Gastineau. He was a famous football player. That's kind of... But they were estranged, right? They I don't, didn't speak. I don't think... Yeah, I don't think they had a relationship. She, was, she and her mom are very, very close. Lisa Gastineau has the one with the whole Gastineau jewelry line. I, I, yeah, I'm you know? very well aware of the Gastineaus. <laughs> are you? Well, as of now, I am. We're pausing for a second to tell you guys about Rothy's. So I don't know if you've heard about this company, but it's the company that's kind of making headlines for making stylish shoes for women and girls out of recycled plastic water bottles. They're also insanely comfortable and machine washable. They've quickly grown to really being a very loved, gotta have them kind of brand. And it's no surprise that they have over 1,000 nearly perfect reviews. They're stylish, sustainable, comfortable, washable, really all in one pair of shoes. They're the perfect flask for life on the go. We ordered these. We both ordered the, like, they're kind of like sneakers. They were camel colored. Super comfortable, really easy, and also the machine washable thing is amazing because <laughs> this happened when I was stepped in the mud, put them right in the wash, nothing. It was like I could not believe it. that's never happened to me before. I'm usually like there with a Clorox wipe. So 
The thing is, they're really everyday flats for life on the go. They're stylish and versatile, and they go with everything from yoga pants to dresses and skirts. They also come in a very wide range of colors and patterns, and they're available in four different types of silhouettes. Plus, they're constantly launching new styles, so you're guaranteed to find a pair or three that you love. They launch new colors and patterns every few weeks, and they sell out constantly. Personally, again, I'm a camel person. Also important to note, Rothy's always comes with free shipping and free returns and exchanges, so there's no risk, no worries, no reason not to try. Also, I have to say, just in terms of the sustainability, like it will blow your mind that they're made from recycled plastic water bottles. In fact, they have diverted over 25 million water bottles from Lansfields, which is unbelievable. So check out all the amazing styles available right now at rothys.com slash celebs. Go to rothys, R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash celebs to get your new favorite flats. Comfort, style, and sustainability. These are the shoes you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com slash celebs today. Okay, now back to the show. So the weather is finally getting a little warmer. And one of the most fun parts about the season changing is kind of the wardrobe revamp that comes along with that. And if you're looking to update your wardrobe without spending a fortune, I want to introduce you to Quince because I really think that they do quality essentials kind of better than anyone I found. And I've told you guys about them before, but specifically as the weather is getting warmer, their linen dresses, like such an easy throw on, so comfortable, such good quality. To me, if you put on a linen dress with a pair of white sneakers, a little cardigan over your shoulders, to me, that is such a chic look. Also, they're washable silk blouses. They are so comfortable, but you look so put together. They have great like scoop neck t-shirts, just comfortable, easy staples. Like that is what I like about them. I think that you can really build just a quality wardrobe collection with their essentials. And the best part is that all Quinn's items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. So by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and then passes those savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm rather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash CBC for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash CBC to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash CBC. Let's move on to Travis Barker. Friends with the whole family, but really good friends with Courtney. He obviously was a drummer for Blink-182, and he's lived in the same, you know, Calabasas neighborhood as the Kardashians forever. So there were, I don't know if you guys remember this, but there were rumors that they were hooking up, and they both just, like, very vehemently denied it, said that they were just good friends. He was married to Shannon Mochler. Very interesting. Recently, we discovered, and we posted this, an Instagram of Shanna posted a picture of her daughter and someone commented like, oh, she looks like a Kardashian. And she responded, Kim wishes, sorry, I do not like that family. That then got us doing a little more additional research. And what we found is that she really does not like the Kardashians. She often responds very negatively to comments, anything to do with them on her page. Was there, am I wrong? Because I was trying to find this and I couldn't. Was there a comment that she made either after that or that we discovered when we were doing research about it that she said something about like feeling like they got in the way of her marriage? I, it rings a bell, right? I don't want to say 100%, but I it sounds so familiar. I couldn't find it anywhere. That I, picture's not up anymore. That's I, what I looked. I thought she replied to a comment on that. You have to remember, you guys have to understand, we have together collectively like about 170,000 screenshots on our phone. So we were trying to find it and I couldn't find it, but I'm almost, yes, I think you're right. There's definitely something there where she, um, not that there was anything going on that they were the specific reason that they got divorced, but maybe that it, it created issues in their marriage, their relationship I'm from a... Oh, how curious are you about that? So curious. Well, remember, the, the, I never realized how close they were. I knew they were friendly. I never realized how close until they were like ice skating last year. And it was Kim, her kids, Courtney, her kids, 
um, Larsa and her kids and Travis and his kids, Travis Parker. And I was like, so random. Like, what is he doing there? And Isabel was the one that was like, I don't think you realize how close they are. No, They're she was really right. close. I know they are. So let's move on to Kim. Again, obviously, we have Larsa. We know that. By the way, just such an interesting thing, which we talked about last episode, but me and Julie talked about it so much, was when Kim was talking to Jonathan and she was saying that she had to basically put Larsa in her place because Larsa was talking to TMZ about the Jordan scandal and she was like, what are you doing? Like, we, if, I, if we're not talking about it, you shouldn't be talking about it and we need to all stop acting like we want to get shine off the situation. I just still think that seeing that dynamic was absolutely fascinating. It was, and I'll tell you, I, I've actually was thinking about that a lot and I think that the reason that that never affected their friendship is because Kim was really careful to say like, it seems to other people like that's what you're doing. We know that's not what you're doing, mm-hmm. but like it comes off that way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why, because I think that if Kim thought that she was really trying to profit off of them and really trying to put herself in a situation that she didn't belong in, rather than seemingly like from her, from Lars's point of view, protecting the family, then like Kim would have taken bigger issue with that. I totally agree. It was also Lars's birthday this weekend and Kim posted like a lot of, you know, pictures on her Insta story. And she said, I know you guys only see the glam, but here's why I love Larsa. And she said, She's like one of the most optimistic people that I know, always happy, never says a bad word about anyone. Listen, I don't know the woman. That's not the image I had in my head. And I don't mean that. I know it sounds really negative. It's not what I mean. I just, I I guess she's right. We see, I think that the public sees a, sees her in a bit more of a negative light than maybe she is. I, yeah. don't, know, I don't know why. I actually, I also don't think that keeping up the Kardashians portrays her so positively. It's like every time we see her, she's complaining about something, which is like maybe unfair to do to Larsa, but it's like the camping trip complaining when there was the spider thing at the house, Larsa's freaking out. It's like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I know nothing. It's very frustrating. I feel like I know nothing about her, but just an interesting thing to note. Going back to Steph, because obviously, yes, she may be closer with Courtney potentially, but her involvement started with Kim. She started as a dancer. She was a uh, Cavs dancer when she was 18. Yeah. Who knew? Me, I told you. <laughs> but you didn't know until yesterday. No, I Googled that. I had absolutely no idea. She met Kim through Robin Anton, who asked her like if she would have any interest Robin in Robin Anton is a member of the Pussycat Dolls. Yeah, which, no, she's the, former, the former, former owner, or, I think, of the Pussycat yeah. Dolls. And she asked her if she would have any interest in being Kim's assistant. And this was when Kim was pregnant with North. So... It's so crazy how all of that happens. You know what's crazy about her getting hired? They had two meetings where the first time she met with Chris's, Steph met with Chris's assistant, and then the second time she met with Kim at her house, and Steph showed up wearing like two French braids, and Kim was also in French braids, and was like, Kim was like, I love her energy, and she's in French braids, and she started working for Kim the next day. Wow. That's rare. Yeah. Wouldn't you expect it to go through these like intensive processes? I, I think they're really good at reading people's vibes and they know. I think so too. Steph is a ride or die. I've said it for forever. Oh, she is. I mean, listen, you have to be a really specific kind of ride or die to not be work for someone anymore and then be able to stay in their lives in a different capacity. It's not an easy transition to make. And to be, quote, famous yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on to Jonathan Shabon, obviously more formerly known as the food god. He became friends with Kim via command PR, which Jonathan ran and he hired Simon. This was when, let me take you guys back to 2010, when they had their reality show called The Spin Crowd. And it was Jonathan, Simon, and their employees at command PR. It lasted one season. Kim was the executive producer. Personally, you loved it. I could watch 10 seasons of that. It was so stupid, but so interesting. I mean, it was stupid. I know. You know, I don't don't even know what to say here because 
obviously they're friends. It's not just for show. Clearly, you know, Kim and Jonathan are very good friends and he's very involved in the family. What's so interesting to me, though, is that he's the, I guess, the opposite of like low key. And you say, wouldn't you think that Kim's best friend, if we're going to consider him really her like number one, I would always expect that person to be a little more low key, a little more like Allison, who we'll get into in a second. Do you think that, first of all, when Jonathan was never, quote, low-key, but he was definitely more low-key than he is now. He wasn't food god. He didn't have his own thing. Um, do you think that's affected their friendship at all, or you don't think so? I honestly don't. I, I don't know. I think that also, I, I think Kim doesn't have a problem with people, like, going after their own shine. It's, like, it would be awfully hypocritical of her to, like, be upset with Jonathan for trying to make his own thing when she kind of did the same thing when she was with Paris. It's like, I think she understands like everybody deserves to have that opportunity. I agree with you. I guess it's just, I think anytime you say Jonathan's name, the stereotype that comes out or the the opinion that people have is like, quote, clout chaser. We hear that a lot. First of all, I've never heard of somebody going to Miami and not running into him, ever. I mean, I've never heard of somebody like, you know what's interesting about Jonathan is if you look at his comments on his Instagram, he claps back unnecessarily hard. Jonathan, I'm going to equate to – let me think of someone else who really does this. I just had someone in my mind and I they went away. I don't know. I've never seen anyone do – because people will comment not even mean things and he'll clap back. Jonathan's an interesting one. I, I like don't want to say anything negative about him because I don't know him really. I just think he's really interesting and I would love to know more about him. I would love to know more. He Take a look at it. No, seriously. Take a look at his Instagram comments. Someone says something even that could potentially be portrayed as negative and he's on them he seems really like an angry guy sometimes but with kim he's not like with kim he's such a good friend to her i think and i I don't know it's interesting it's interesting that someone we've seen so much for so many years that's like probably like one of the what's been there since the beginning day one and we still know like very limited about him it's a little off it is not off just weird like everybody's question is always about his dating life Again, we know nothing. I would do anything to know anything. Oh, and I, know, I would do anything. <laughs> I know nothing. The only thing I know is that he's constantly seen with these very beautiful foreign models. And that's it. I, like, truthfully, I – okay, if I – can I tell you something? If someone said to me, what's the one thing you want to know the most in this whole episode, that would be it. What's oh, John yeah. – yeah. Like, who is he dating? I'm just so curious about it. But I don't think we'll ever know, which is fine. No, I, I don't think he ever wants us to know. I do have to say, by far, my favorite moment of Jonathan, like, by far, was when he brought Kim to the Jersey Shore. Do you remember they stayed at that house? <laughs> yeah. What was Kim doing at the Jersey Shore? Looking back on that now, like, I don't even think we realized how amazing it was at the time. Do you think Kim blocked that out of her memory? Like, if you one day went up to her and was like, did you like the Jersey Shore? Do you think she'd have any recollection Zero. Of no, I genuinely think she'd have zero. I Kim think she'd the- be like, what's the Jersey Shore? Can I tell you something? Imagine like a Kim appearance on on Jersey Shore, like Kim and Snooki taking the bar. Like, could you imagine? Kim and Snooki taking the bar. That's no, that is my dream crossover. Something like an E Kardashians and and MTV Jersey Shore. Because think about the you're difference. the only demographic that's like classy enough and trashy <laughs> enough to like watch those two things in one. Anybody listening to that would watch an episode of that just to see that in episode. Like, oh, Courtney and Polly just like go to the, you know, like what? Oh, they'd be cute together. They kind of would be. <laughs> Okay. That's what I love about Jonathan. There's like 400 million moments that he's just so iconically there for. Uh, Completely. Okay. We are pausing to tell you guys about one of our favorite companies. You've heard us talk about it before, but we're going to talk about it again. We're here to talk about Third Love. 
Julie. I can't say <laughs> enough good things about this bra. I really can't. It's the best bra I've ever owned. <laughs> okay. So Third Love uses data points generated by millions of women who have taken their Fit Finder quiz to design bras with breast size and shape in mind for a perfect fit and premium feel. The thing about Third Love is that they have more sizes than most other brands. So they have more than 70 sizes, including their signature half cup sizes, which is amazing, by the way. Like if you're a B and a half, you're in between a B and a C, how many times does that happen? Also, the convenience of it. You can skip the trip. So you find your fit with the Third Love online fit finder quiz. You order it. You try it on at home. And there's no more of those like weird fitting room experiences where someone's like chasing you around with the tape measure. I mean, I, I so vividly remember feeling that way and just hating it. <laughs> also, I listen, I've been super transparent. I don't wear bras ever. I don't like for myself, never. This is the only bra that I wear when I have to wear one. And Julie knows that's the truth. She's it's nodding. Hardcore the truth. <laughs> so here's how the quiz goes. You answer a few simple questions to find your perfect fit in 60 seconds. Over 12 million women have taken the quiz to date. It's fun and it takes less than a minute. So the thing is, breast shape like matters so much when finding a good fit. And you can identify your breast size, the shape, the fine styles that fit your body. It's so customized. Like, isn't that a good way to describe it? It's just so – Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're literally the I biggest advocates. I can't say enough good things. I really can't. I know. The best thing is that there's a 100% fit guarantee. So every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, put it to the test. If you don't love it, you can return it. And third level, wash it and donate it to a woman in need. It's amazing. Also, the returns and exchanges are free and easy. So Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash celebs now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. Again, that's thirdlove.com slash celebs for 15% off today. Okay, now back to the show. Let's move on to Simon Huck. Oh, oh the best. Special place in our heart for him. He, if you guys ever listened to our episode with him, which I think you should because he's incredible. The fun, funniest thing is that he had blocked us like way in the beginning because we were tagging everyone when we had like a thousand followers had no idea what we were doing. I don't want to talk about it. We just move on. It's really a traumatic (laughs) experience. Anyway, he unblocked us, ended up coming on the show. He's the sweetest guy, truly. And he also recently became a U.S. citizen. Yes, he did. dual citizenship with Canada. He's just such a good guy. So let's talk about it. So he met them through Jonathan. And I guess what happened was Simon eventually bought out Jonathan from Command PR. That's what happened. He, he, when he was here, he said, like, it's a common misconception that people think I live in L.A. I don't. He's there a lot, but he lives in the city. He has a house in Montauk. And an apartment in the city, yeah. Yeah, and an apartment in the city. He's really close to the whole family, but I would say Kim and Courtney are his top. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. He did the A Human exhibit. That was one of his most recent, um, like, triumphs. I guess it was last year, two, two fashion weeks ago. This really, really cool exhibit at New York Fashion really Week. Really cool. And he's just a, you know, he owns Command PR. He's, the best way that I know how to describe him is he's like so sophisticated and classy, but also so real. Yeah. I'm a, I mean, we're just huge fans of him. I think he is like truly one of the nicest people that we've met while we were doing this. And hands down, like in our top five of the, out of all the quote celebrities that we've met, hands down. Just he's a just good such person. a good, yeah, just a truly good person. Talk he's, about a good vibe. Oh my God, he's talk like, about a good He's vibe. like the kind of, I get it. Like at, we always thought that watching the show and then we met him and we really got it. Like when, he's the type of person you meet him and you're like, oh, it makes sense why Kim and Courtney hold you so close. You can right. just tell. Okay, Lala Anthony. I'm, I'm a love, big Lala Anthony I know fan. you are. Lala Anthony is a comment queen and no one even knows it. It's so true. So she's married to Carmelo, although <laughs> kind of, I, I don't know what the fuck is going on there. They've, they've, this is like the fourth time that this has happened though. There's been cheating rumors, cheating admissions, whatever. Most recently, he was spotted on a yacht, I want to say in Italy, but don't quote me on that, with some, I forget the model's name, and over her birthday, but what? did you watch the video of him? 
Yeah, saying that he, yeah. Yeah, yeah he will tell them. Well, no, I want you to. Well, no, he just said that it wasn't, he didn't want to talk about it, basically. Yeah, he never said that's it, not that's what, what happened. Saying. He didn't say that's not what but happened. But he was like, he was like, you're ruining people's lives here. So it was like, you never denied it, though. That was the interesting thing. I read an article, this could be total bullshit, that she has started, like, divorce proceedings. I can't imagine that happened, but... But again, I'm, I'm telling you, this is like the third or fourth time that she started divorce proceedings and then stopped or like there was a bit of cheating thing and then she stopped. It's, I don't know. It's it's probably because he's such a good dad that she's like, I'll stick it out. I wouldn't be shocked if this, if they ended. Yeah, I don't know. I, they're, they're really unknown. If you look at their Instagrams though, even when there was like a time period where they were 100% separated, they both said that they were separated. Their Instagrams to each other were both like, I love you so much. You're always like, you have the most special place in my heart. So it's, I don't think anyone knows. I don't think they know. I was talking to someone, and again, this could be totally not true, but I was talking to someone last week who works in like the basketball world and said that a lot of these basketball players have open relationships with their wives. Like it's a thing. So a lot of times when you hear the cheating, it comes across as cheating, but it's really not. It's really that they had an open relationship. I have no idea if that's the case here. So we were first introduced to Lala way before Kardashians. She was the host of all those VH1 reunion shows like Flavor of Love, I Love New York, For the Love of Ray J, Real Chance of Love. I mean, that was my shit. Oh, my God. Me? That was the teal tequila era, ah, baby. My, like, eighth grade self would, oh, my God. When a Flavor of Love came on, I'll never forget that fight between Pumpkin and New York ever till this fucking day I die. That is oh. – Anyway, so she also had her own reality show with Carmelo called Lala's Full Court Wedding and Lala's Full Court Life. I never saw that. Did you? I've seen like a couple episodes. I'm just a fan When of did hers. you stop watching TV? <laughs> I don't know. Once I got to college because I didn't have one in my room. I never set up the cable. That's what happened. Your dad never set up your cable? Mm-mm. That's, so un- that's so off-brand. I know. I, or no, he may have set it up. I just never used it. Ever. There's no way he wouldn't have set it up. Yeah, that's probably, ridiculous. Yeah, that's, set don't it up. blame him. He definitely that's set it up. That's ridiculous. No, you're right. He yeah. definitely set it up. I don't know. I just I just stopped watching. But also, reality TV is not what it used to be. I'm sorry. No, it's not. You give me it flavor. It used to be amazing. You get Listen, and I'm all for Vinny and Polly. I love Double Shot at Love. That's but no flavor flavor. still flav. take the original Shot at Love. I, and I would take – I like used to – I can't explain to you the feeling that would go through when I would see a new episode of Flavor of Love. Flavor of Flav, like in that limo – Oh no, my there's god! There's nothing better. I love. I love New I York. What about I love New York? Rock of Love <gasps> with Brett Michaels. Yeah, Julie, of course. And then I'm not d- asking if you remember. And I'm then just Daisy Delahoya yeah, had yeah, her yeah. own show. Oh, it was good. <laughs> it, was- it was so good. Here, people are fucking rebooting everything. We got all of the Disney. Where the fuck are the VH1 reboots? I don't know. Well, maybe these people are married. That could be the well, issue. Let's get new people. Yeah, we we need that. <sighs> VH1. It was so trashy. There was nothing. Everyone just like, oh my God, it was so good. I know. It was so good. Also, so Lala and, and Carmel got married in 2010 and Kim fully considers like Lala and Jonathan in her quote OG crew. That's how she refers yes. to them. Just an interesting fun fact. The next really integral part of Kim's life is her high school friend group. So she went to Marymount High School. Fun fact that Julie found out, she went to prom with Michael Jackson's nephew, TJ Jackson. Kim did, yeah. I had no idea about that. Well, I I knew there was always a relationship because they talk about having the kids' parties with the, like, nephews at, I think, at Netherland. Neverland. That would be very... (laughs) Think about Amsterdam. Yeah. At Neverland. I I definitely, they had a really close relationship with with Michael Jackson's nephews. I didn't didn't know any of this. I'm telling you, the Kardashians are connected to every famous family ever. Remember when we were doing the Robert Kardashian thing when we found out that he was, like, dating uh, Lisa Marie Presley? Yes. Like, all this random shit. No, they're – listen, you got to be very connected to end up in the place they ended up. It didn't happen overnight, and it didn't happen just because they were funny. No. Also, her best friend of this group is Allison Statter. 
she's obviously close to the other. She attended her 20-year high school reunion, which was filmed. Allison's dad is Irving Azoff, and he is the chairman and CEO of Azoff MSG Entertainment, which is a venture with the Madison Square Garden Company. And before that, he was a CEO of Ticketmaster and the chairman of Live Nation. So talk about a connected guy. Oh, yeah. He was the guy, if you guys remember, and those diehard fans will, when they had Sunday service at Coachella and there was like an old white guy in the videos and everybody's like, who is this? That's who it was. Irving Azoff, her dad. Yep. And they kept saying like, Irv, Irv. And we're like, who's Irv? And then we got it. Just briefly, we want to touch on Paris Hilton. You all know the deal there. Kim started as her her closet organizer. They had a major falling out. The famous quote was when Paris referred to her, Kim's ass looking like cottage cheese in a garbage bag. Dark times there. I can't believe they moved on from that. They really moved on very close. Paris is in the family more than ever. If you ever describe my ass like that, we would not be moving forward. (laughs) I I also would never, but yes. Um, The next person we want to talk about is Mario. I know technically Mario is her makeup artist at Makeup by Mario for all of you that know. What a plug. (laughs) Thank God you needed us. (laughs) Really cute to sell your life. Him and Will Smith. Thank God. (laughs) So they, you know, what's so interesting is that they started working together in 2008. And he had this friend who was a photographer. He brought him to a photo shoot to do Kim's Kim's makeup and they just hit it off. You know, it's like an Arielle Kylie situation in the sense of, once when you're that level of makeup artist and you connect with someone's face like that clearly something just worked there well i think there's a lot to it and and this was something that i wanted to talk about more like uh, more in depthly in the kylie section because if you look at most of her friends most of them are people that worked for her or work for her um but i i think it's just interesting and it's not just like oh when you spend that much time or when you like think about the things that you say and do when you're getting your makeup done like that is the one time of the day for them that they have like absolute freedom they can no one can pull them out so all of their stuff they're doing on the phone they're on calls they're catching up with everybody mario's privileged to all of that information there's obviously going to be a bond that's created then no completely it's kind of like i've used this example before but in a lot of domestic abuse cases and they're you know they're looking for i'm sorry i know we just jumped from point a to point b but when they're asking for you know people that may be would know because a lot of the woman's friends don't necessarily know they a lot of the times ask the hairstylist the manicurist interesting i didn't know that yeah because those are the people that know the you know like you just said think yeah about, think about the things that i've said to Kara. oh yeah my makeup artist think like, about the things i've said to Kara. <laughs> yeah. also mario started working at sephora when he was 17 in fragrance and clearly he's just i mean the man's a fucking icon it's estimated that his salary from kim alone is one hundred twenty-four thousand. i personally think it's higher i think she probably has him on like a 250k retainer yeah, well, Just the only guess. reason it may be lower now is because he, like, literally doesn't have time for her. I know. He's so busy. Not only does he do his master classes everywhere, he has the combined palettes with her. He does every, he does Ariana Grande. I mean, he, this guy... You have to think that, like, the way that it was estimated wasn't just, um, you know, for Kim specifically. It was, like, anybody who's going to have him on retainer, it's estimated that their thing would be $124,000 annually. So think about that. It's, like, her, Ariana Grande, all of these other people that he has, plus the master class he teaches, plus, like, a one-off that maybe he does for somebody else every once in a while. They made for Beyonce if Sir John's not available. You never know. You never know. This, I mean, he Any of it. the other siblings? Mm-hmm. No, this, listen, he's, he is the real deal. Also, Jen Atkin, again, she's kind of, she really is a, is a floater. She goes to every single, through every single friend group, um, and not just the Kardashians, Chrissy. Jen everything. Atkin's like the ultimate friend. She is. She really is. But again, that's someone who worked for them. She's their yeah. hairstylist, but has turned into really their family. And then, of course, C- Chrissy is very close with Kim. Their relationship is so interesting to me because 
I always feel like they're closer than it appears. See, I always think they used to be closer than they are now. Interesting. What makes you... Um, I think we used to see Chrissy a lot more and I think they used to, first of all, him and Chrissy are not like shy away on social media, hide their relationship types. And it's not like they never talk. Like I see them replying to tweets sometimes like Chrissy will always, um, like if Kim comes out with a product, Chrissy will always reply and like, can't wait to buy. They always send each other press boxes. I just feel on a social level that they're not as close as they used to be, which could stem maybe from, from Rose. no, Ooh, interesting thought, but I don't think so. I was going to say from the John Kanye thing. That maybe there was more to that. We thought, like, remember, you know, there was the whole Kanye talking about Trump and, and John texted him and, and, you know, put his tweets on Twitter, which John was okay with. And if you remember, Chrissy replied to Kim and tweeted Kim. It was like, are we solving lunch tomorrow? I've just noticed since then their relationship isn't seemingly what it used to be. But I, I don't know if anything's wrong. I just maybe they're a little bit less close than they were. Interesting. It also could be, you know, Chrissy has two kids now. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Interesting. Kim has four. About, yeah. I don't know. I think that they're on great terms. That's my personal thought. Oh, I, I I think they're on great terms. I just think socially how often they used to hang out is maybe not what it used to be. You're probably right. We're stopping to tell you guys about OpenFit. Are you looking for fitspiration? Are you spending hours on the internet trying to find the best workout plan for you? Summer is here, but there's still time to get yourself beach ready by letting the workouts come to you. Getting fit and staying healthy has never been easier than with OpenFit. The thing about OpenFit is that it really takes all the complexity out of losing weight and getting fit. It's a brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 minutes a day. They have so many different options. So for example, you can work out with amazing trainers like Andrea Rogers. She's the founder of the worldwide sensation Extend Bar, which is amazing from personal experience. Or their newest workout, which is Rough Around the Edges with six of the most badass stunt women in the business. You no longer have to have that anxiety or worry about other people watching you feel work out or feeling pressure to keep up. None of that because you're in the comfort of your own home or wherever you are and it's super convenient. Also, it's affordable and accessible. So, you know, if you are going on vacation, for example, you're worried that you won't have a gym, you can do it on your computer, your web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, even Roku. And some places only sell classes as a package and often you can't make it to every class. So OpenFit brings the class to you. It's a really cost-effective option. So listen, OpenFit has totally changed the way we work out. And texting our code COMMENTS to 303030, you can join us on our fitness journey personalized just for you. Right now, during the OpenFit 30-day challenge, our listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit when you text COMMENTS to 303030. You'll get full access to OpenFit, all of the workouts and nutrition information totally free. Again, just text COMMENTS to 303030. Standard message and data rates may apply. Okay, now back to the show. Let's move on to Chloe. Um, You know, for her, we really wanted to focus on Malika and Khadija. Those are her main. I mean, talk about a ride or die. We use that term with a lot of people, but really with Malika. So they became friends when Chloe was 15. And I quote, Malika was dating one of my male best friends. He would always keep us apart because I'm sure he knew we would just hit it off. One day we met and we did. Malika and Khadija have been my best friends ever since. And they really have. And Malika was her, it was her assistant. In, oh, in 2012. Until, until 2012, which is just another, like, I don't think people realize how deep the uh, the assistants and the hairstyles and all of those people go and then become family. It's really so interesting to have friends that like either worked for you at one point or still work for you. It is. Also, Chloe's Harush, at Styled by Harush, is, in my opinion, her like number one makeup person. You know, they all have oh, their people. Yeah, no, it's I don't think that's an opinion. It's more than just that, though, because she is so close to true did you see Harush's mm-hmm. post for True's birthday? I think I that her and Chloe have like – Harush seems to be really spiritual and into a lot of the stuff that Chloe's into. And I think that they have like a very, very deep connection. It's just my gut feeling. Okay, Rob. 
I have to be honest with you, we know nothing. The only thing I can tell you about Rob is that our whole lives we knew that his best friend was JJ. We love JJ. We've always JJ and Courtney hooked up. JJ and Scott were best friends. JJ got married. We love JJ. JJ was like this normal LA kid that was in with the Kardashians and was Rob's best friend. I can't tell you anything about Rob because number one, he doesn't have an Instagram presence. I know he's back, but it's not managed by him. And we see nothing. So I, don't, I really don't know. Rob was the quintessential LA kid. He yeah. was. He ran track. He went to USC. He, oh my God, he was as LA of a kid as it could ever get. It's so true. So if anybody has more information on Rob's friend group, please let us know. Oh my God, yeah. Please let me know where JJ is. <laughs> please. <laughs> okay, let's move on to Kendall now. So the interesting thing about Kendall is that she definitely has more of a defined friend group than the other. Do you agree with that statement? Yes. And her friends are definitely the most famous, relatively yeah. speaking. So she is Bella and Gigi. The connection here. Do you know what off the top of your head? I do. Okay. Bella and Gigi's mom is Yolanda Hadid. Yolanda Foster formerly. She was married to David Foster. David Foster's ex-wife is Linda Thompson. Linda Thompson was married to Caitlin. And Linda is Brody and Brandon's mother. Obviously, that's the connection there. Good job. Wow. Thanks. Good job. I feel like it's not easy off the top of your head to remember. I feel like Gigi in the back of the video. The yeah, Vogue in the video, back of the car in the Vogue video. With Derek yep. Glassberg explaining it. So that's their connection. They've always been friends. You know, Kenji, that's like their thing. There was a lot of speculation last year that her and Kendall had a falling out because of Gigi's friendship with Taylor Swift. I don't think that's true. If they were going to have a falling out over anything, it would have been the time that Kendall hooks up with Anwar. Why don't we talk about that more? Because it was the weirdest, most underrated thing that ever happened. But, I still think that all it was was like their two friends that get drunk and hook up sometimes. But why did the news – it wasn't that big of a story. It wasn't as big of a story as you'd expect it I to be. I think people like – I don't know. Maybe people don't really know Anwar that well. Well, let me tell you something. He's, he's dating Dua Lipa. I was about to say he's dating Dua Lipa and that's everywhere. It's been on E! News like four times this week. <laughs> <laughs> there no, you have it, folks. It's the biggest story <laughs> of the year. Okay, also Cara Delevingne, very close. Haley Baldwin, very close. Harry Hudson and Fi. So, like we said in the Courtney section, you know, she's, Kendall's definitely, I think, their main friends, but she's, they've become very close with Courtney. Fi, if you remember, when we, like, dove into who he was a couple episodes ago, he's the brother of Simi Hayes. Mm-hmm. Had no idea. It's interesting what you find out when you do a little research, it is. right? Very handsome. He's a model. He's just in that crowd. I mean... He's a Eunice lookalike. That's how I He is him. such a Eunice lookalike. I have to say, but like with Harry and Fi, I think the relationship's really interesting with Kendall. But what's more interesting is the overlap just with all of their friends. It's not just like, there's two sides of Kardashian friendships, in my opinion. It's like one who, you know, works for them or, or did work for them. And two, who they've become friends with because of the other siblings. It's really interesting. And especially the age gap between Courtney and Kendall. It's crazy that they have such overlapping friends. It's not just Harry and... And fine, it's all of them. In my opinion, in celebrity relationships, specifically Kardashians, and I don't mean relationships, I mean friendships, age like doesn't matter. Yeah. There's something about the Kardashians where at the time Kent, Kylie was like, what, 17? And she's friends with Kim's friends that are in their 30s. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just interesting. interesting. It is. Mm -hmm. Also, Tyler, the creator, one of Kendall's very good friends. He's often at Courtney's I house. I have to tell you also, when I went to GovBall, where Tyler, the creator, was headlining, performing, it was the same night as, do you know what I'm going to say? No. It was the same night as the Alexander Wang show that Kendall and Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson both walked in. And either before or after the show, depending on timing, I'm not sure, Kendall came to watch the Gov Ball set and was behind stage. Interesting. And yeah, posted a picture, yeah. They're very close. And lastly, Justine Skye. So 
apparently i don't have we don't know the details on this or the truth of this apparently there was a feud that justine had with kylie and so that her and kendall had some sort of falling out i don't even know if i believe it but it's just kind of interesting do, you, do we see her often or no No, but we never really saw her that yeah. often we saw her and more... she's so close to Haley baldwin right yeah very and Haley and, and kendall are like i mean they got matching tattoos Haley and kendall are close i think i think that um kendall is really close with all of her friends i think she just doesn't make it as public yeah, and the other thing is with with her friends is like they are in such they're all in the same industry. So it's not it's, it's not like the other siblings where the friends are the friends and they travel together and they do all these things together but they all have their own thing going on. Like this is like, you know, the show we're all doing it together. The show we're all doing it together. Like you're they're constantly together and I and there's so much to bond over because their jobs are all the same. It so. also makes it easier to see each other. There's yeah. no yeah. Let's move on to Kylie. Personally, Please. I'm the most fascinated by her friend group of anyone, probably because we've been seeing it more recently than ever before. I'm not even going to get into Jordan. You all know the deal there. Best friends since the summer Who? going into... <laughs> Just kidding. Best I remember since, her. Since eighth grade or so. We all, we've discussed that at length. There's nothing more that we can say. Let's move on to Stas. So Stas and Kylie met, which we found out via Kylie's Insta stories, at Barnes & Noble, apparently during a fan event. Did we ever get confirmation yes. if... It was a Kylie Jenner fan event? I read it. It was a Kylie Jenner fan event. And it, well, what, we, we, what we thought was right, somebody wrote it up and was like, Kylie recently um, revealed that she met at Stassi at a Kylie Jenner event at Barnes & Noble. That is so wild. So wild. I wonder how... I can't imagine that that Stas came in and was like, I'm such a big fan. I, like, I think Stas must have had something way cooler to present her with because I don't think Kylie would have been like, I, I can't imagine that Stas would have made such an impression. How is that possible in one second to make an impression at a fan meetup in a Barnes Noble that you stick out and become somebody's best friend later in life? Let me ask you a question. What would you do for footage of that? Anything. I would do Anything. sick shit. You know what? Do you think Barnes & Noble gets rid of the security footage? <laughs> Me and Julie. Okay, that's it. You and I are going to the Calabasas Barnes & Noble. <laughs> I need some new books. That would be. Talk about if we vlogged. That's hilarious. Like, oh, you know what we should do? What? Tell me. We should pretend we're lawyers and there was a crime there that happened on that day. Yeah. Like, we need all of your footage. Julie, I would do anything. When she posted that picture. Right, I'm getting us a warrant. <laughs> when she posted that picture, you should have seen our group chat. It was like, we have to get to the bottom of this. So Stas is interesting because Julie writes, let's discuss their friendship, PJE and AJE, free and after Jordan era. <laughs> you like those little acronyms? Yeah, they've always been friends and the three of them are always friends. I think that we're just seeing her a lot more because I'm not going to say she took Jordan's place. She's not living with Kylie. But yeah, I think that they've definitely probably got a little closer since. The interesting thing, though, is that, you know, Stas is very close with all of Kylie's friends, but she also has her own friend group, which is like Kelsey and and all those other girls. And they, you know, overlap with Kylie because when, for example, Stas's birthday, when they go to Palm Springs, all of Stas's friends come and then they become friends with Kylie. It's the same reason that Kylie is now friends with David Dobrik because of Stas. What's going on there? Uh, Julie? I know. You There's know. so many things you want to know. I think it's really unfair to say that Stas is only this close with Kylie because of Jordan. They were so close before. They were. You were just, everyone was just paying attention to Jordan. It's so true. No, they were. I also think, though, you know, I think people give her a bad rap in the sense of like, oh, she's coming for Jordan's spot. I don't think it was so much as coming for Jordan's spot as much of it was, as much as it was, they were, you know, Kylie was grieving, really, and she needed a friend. And that's her, that was her second closest friend. Well, I wrote this in the other section that I disagree that Stas took Jordan's spot. I think Sophia took Jordan's spot in the sense that it doesn't shift up 
It's just a spot was opened up. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's an interesting dynamic. Anyway. I um, can't wait to talk about that one in five minutes. <laughs> just interesting to note, Stas got a stormy tattoo at Travis's birthday party, which we all. I would have got one. <laughs> a stormy tattoo? Yeah, no question. But that was. Talk, about, even think twice. talk about etching your friendship in permanently. Yeah. I mean, that's. It's like when boys like brand themselves with their frat. Yeah. So Iris Palmer, she is, she's a baby who's similar age to Stormy. And I think that her and Kylie definitely have the whole like mom bonding thing. Interesting is that she founded Star Lashes in 2014. She used to do eyelash extensions for celebrities. Think about how many influence, influencers you've seen on your stories that tag at Star Lash. Like, yeah. are you kidding? Everyone. I had no, you had no idea. idea. Yeah. Did you know? Um, I had heard something and then I had forgotten about it. And then when I was researching it, I was like, oh, yeah. She, the thing about Kylie and her friends is that it's it's pretty evenly split between like childhood friends, like makeup artists or people that she like paid or whatever or hired, and um, like CEO like girl bosses mm-hmm. who are also moms. Yeah, which brings us to Heather, Heather Sanders. Sanders. So first of all, there's a lot of Heather has been mistaken multiple times by the paparazzi for being Jordan. So when the whole falling out happened, at, right after Tristan and Jordan, there was a picture of Kylie and Heather together, and people thought that it was Jordan, which it obviously wasn't, and we were the first ones to be like, it was not her. But that's just the thing that happens. So Kylie met Heather at Kendall's Sweet 16 because, listen to this, Tyga was performing, which we all know because we saw it in the episode, and Heather was dating and is now currently engaged to King Trell, and King Trell is Tyga's longtime best friends. She has two kids with him. So they've been inseparable since Kendall's Sweet 16. I mean, it's just so and crazy. And if you remember, she was pregnant at the same time with her second son as Kylie was. And there's that picture of them in front of the flower wall at Kylie's baby shower, both holding their stomachs. It's really interesting. And everyone was like, who is that? That's who it is. She also owns Sorella Boutique, which... That I didn't know. Okay, let me tell you something. It's That started out as like an online only, and then she bought the store right on Melrose, which we've passed it a million times when we're there. Jordan previously promoted it. She hasn't promoted it in a while, but all of those people are always promoting Sorella. I had no idea that that was Heather's company. You learn something new every day, right, It's kid? almost like incestual business, but in a really smart way. Interesting. Like, Interesting. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if all of your best friends also just happen to be the best promoters for your clothing. Moving on to Victoria, Victoria Villarreal, she is... Kylie's friend group is by far the most interesting. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm just like thinking about it as we're going and I was like, this is so much better than all of the other ones. I completely agree. So she was an intern at Jenner Communications and then she got promoted to Kylie's assistant in 2015, which by the way, how do you think they find their interns? I don't know, but I'm applying. <laughs> don't get any ideas. Peace. Um, th- they're very close. The question everybody always asks us is what's going on with her and her fiance. She was engaged and then it went radio silent. I have no idea. Not a clue. But if anybody knows, please let us know. Tiffany Soraya, also, she was the one that just had the disco birthday party. So she's the founder of uh, Novel Education Group, which provides homeschool services to people with unconventional lifestyles. Really interesting. Did you know that? She was their tutor? I didn't know it until yesterday. And, yeah, well, tell them. So she was Kendall and Kylie's private tutor for... I guess high school. For high school. What? Do people know that? Oh, Like, are we weird that I didn't know that? There's no way. We know everything. You know why I get so insecure when we do this? It's because Isabel was like, yeah, I knew that. Yeah. It's, it's so like, true. shut up. She's going to listen to this. Like, you didn't know Tiffany Soraya was novel. It's, it's so. Like, oh, my God. Like, get a life, Isabel. It's so true. That You're so right. She also used to tutor Dr. Dre's kids. I mean, there's a whole other side to her that I had no idea about, quite frankly. It's so. And you know what? I'm happy I didn't know. It would be boring if we never discovered new things. No, it's true. It's so true. Moving on to Ariel. Again, makeup by Ariel. So listen, 
you guys know the story well. He, Kylie DM'd him saying like, they'd love to, you know, let me know when you're in LA, I'd love to glam. He totally lied and said, oh, I'll be there next week. Obviously wasn't, bought a ticket, got there because he knew this was such a good opportunity. Best fucking flight of his life. Oh my God. And he's secured his spot. I mean, Kylie said multiple times, Ariel does my makeup the best. He's not only her makeup artist, he's become really her person. They love each other. I mean, there was the video, of course, from Kylie's vlog. Is she going to do that again? Because she that was the best to. day of my whole fucking life. Same. Where they go to Ariel's birthday that they surprised him with because he said he didn't want to party. He didn't want to do anything. They finally like threw him a party. And Kylie gets him that ring that he was like dying for. And he lost. He was hysterically crying. It was the sweetest video. I know. Yeah, they're very close. We saw. Remember we saw him when we were in LA. That's the other thing about the Kardashians is they are very, very good to their people. I was reading actually a whole article about like – the I think it was a Steph Shep interview actually about you know the way they treat like their staff and the people that work for them and, and the gifts that they get and how every whether you're a housekeeper whatever you do dish whatever you get like a very special gift come Christmas time and like very generous bonuses and all of these things and Steph Shep was saying that like all of the nannies the housekeepers all of them the assistants are all really really close and they hang out together I love that <laughs> isn't that so interesting yes the two last people we wanted to mention is Jaden. So Jaden is a total crossover between Kendall and Kylie. He And Jordan. And Jordan. I mean, he, out of the three of them, he's definitely closest with Jordan just based on the familial connection. But the whole thing with Jordan didn't affect their relationship at all, seemingly. And lastly, we're going to end it off with Sophia. You know, uh, what a good end. I don't even think I planned it to end that hard. No, it but it did. just did. It just hit. Julie says, I'd like to make the argument that she took Jordan's spot, not in terms of closeness, but in terms of an empty spot up for grabs. That's what you said, that's what you said before. I agree, potentially. I want to just say, she didn't just become friends with Kylie because she's dating Scott. They have been in the same orbit for years. Again, she's Lionel Richie's daughter. They all operate in the same circle. They've definitely become also, much let's, closer. Also, let's keep in mind the connection there, which is Kim, Paris, Nicole Richie, all of them. Younger siblings, obviously, always me. I am sure that Kylie and Sophia were friends from the time they were very little, even if it's not as discussed. Absolutely. There's no way they weren't. Just an interesting thing to note. Um, I love this friendship. I think it's amazing. I mean, we said it for the past couple of weeks. Sophia is in, as in as it gets. Good. She should be. She deserves to be. I'm obviously thrilled. How do you feel as somebody who feels so strongly that Courtney and Scott will one day get back together? That Sophia is now, you know, it's when you when you latch yourself onto other parts of the family, it makes it harder to replace I know. you. What do you I think, think about, about that? I think about this all the time. I think that based on the level of maturity she's displayed previously, that if it got to the point where they had a split, which I do believe any split would be really amicable, that she could remain in a relationship with the rest of the that's family. Interesting. That's That's my but thought. do you think they're less likely to split because of her relationship with the family now? Um, potentially, maybe. I think it would be a lot harder if the family didn't get along. So yeah, maybe more likely to stay together. <laughs> Let's end it with that, folks. Okay, that's all. Uh, we will see you guys tomorrow for our episode with Nick Lyle. Let's talk about baby making for a second because it's really not as simple as it's made out to be, meaning... There's just factually a lack of knowledge surrounding how to get pregnant. And kind of, you know, for many of us, we spend our lives trying to prevent unwanted pregnancy that when you do want to conceive, there's almost a lack of understanding and resources, which is why I want to introduce you to Frida Fertility. Frida Fertility is the only one-stop shop that makes it easier to make a baby with a set of solutions for everything from egg and sperm health to ovulation tracking to conception aid. 
And basically what Frida is doing is simplifying the journey to parenthood with products that help you go from trying to making a baby. And their products are innovative, easy to use, accessible, from ovulation prediction to at-home insemination kits. They're kind of revolutionizing the conception aid game with the at-home insemination kit, which is almost, you can think of it as like a modern, effective solution to the turkey baster. This is baby making simplified. Find Frida Fertility on Amazon, Target, and select CVS near you.